Presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Hey, Blue. We are the Baseball Umpires Podcast for umpires by an umpire. We are more than just balls and strikes and outs and saves. Listen in for tips, rule interpretations, equipment and attire reviews, interviews with umpires of all levels, and some funny stories that might come up every time out on the baseball field. If you're new to the field as an umpire or a seasoned vet in the world of umpiring, then this is the podcast for you. Hey Blue, the Umpire Podcast is part of the 1420 Sports Bar group of podcasts on the Belly Up Network. All right, hey Blue, the Umpire Podcast for umpires by an umpire. Haven't done one of these in quite some time. A little bit busy on the field for those who saw the trailer earlier on today, but lots going on in the world of baseball here in Southern Alberta, uh, in uh, Montana State, where we're heading in next, uh, where I'm heading next uh, next month for uh, regionals. We'll get into that in a, in a in a little bit, but everybody's busy in the world of baseball, so a lot going on, a lot of situations that arise, a lot of conversations that, that have been had with me and other umpires, people reaching out that I I've never met before and thought we'd get uh, get another show out here and uh, get the uh, the word of umpiring out there and get some conversation started that uh, how we can improve uh, not only ourselves out on the field but also our uh, partners and other people uh, younger people in the in the uh, the great art of umpiring today's show is brought to you by caldera lab and calderalab.com the best in men's skincare go to calderalab.com use promo code 1420 lab for 20 percent off their men's skincare products in these uh, hot summer days you can definitely uh, take curls wrinkles fine lines and dry skin the whole bit with caldera labs and remember we are part of the belly up media network go to bellyupsports.com for all their great sports articles and more great podcasts you can listen to while you're on the road or getting ready to go and remember the uh Hey Blue Podcast, part of the 1420 uh, Sports Bar group of podcasts. Find us uh, wherever you get your podcast. We got everything going on. Uh, another side project we got going on here at 1420 World Headquarters. Anyways, the other night I got a message from my sister. I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday night. It doesn't much matter uh, what night of the week it was. She's out on Vancouver Island and she was at a uh, a West Coast League baseball game. The Nine Night Owls and the uh, the uh, the Apple Sox or Wenatchee. I can't remember. It doesn't matter much who it was. But the uh, the score was 18 to one at one point when the game finished, and she was a little bit upset with the flow of the game and the way it went. And uh, she kind of, because she know well, Shelby, she knows I'm an umpire and everything else. She she had a, a comment about game management and how the umpire was kind of uh, still calling the same strike zone. It was dragging things out a lot. I mean, you can always leave, but my sister's one of those people to never leave uh, a live sporting event because you never know what you might see. Uh, no matter what the score might be, you might see something great, so she stays the bitter end. But she made a very good point that there was uh, no game management and the umpire was dragging things out when she kind of felt that it didn't have to go that way. And before we get to what people what people think about this, and, and that we'll get to that in half a second as well, but I, I kind of got to the point like, why, geez, he's college baseball or summer college games sometimes yeah they do drag sometimes the pitching isn't there and everything else and things can go sideways and and uh, most people have jobs midweek they don't want to get uh, be at a ballpark till 11 o'clock at night watching a game that's 18 to 1 and everything that might happen and you, you get to, uh, a lot of us us umpires who have uh, secondary jobs and third thirdary jobs if that's if that's the proper word thirdary but there's other things you can probably be doing like getting some sleep or hitting the highway a little bit earlier to make sure you get home safe and sound uh, 
and, and the like. But uh, I got, I remembered that as I was in mid-conversation with Elaine about the uh, the West Coast League, I remember that they have pitch tracker, stat tracker, or whatever you want to call it, the uh, zone track, whatever software they are using. And I got remember, I remembered that they were talking about that before the season started, that that was part of the league out there this year. And uh, that there were some umpires that, that were a bit concerned before the season started with what their stats were going to be. And I got to thinking maybe that was one of the reasons why, why an umpire would want to drag a game out that goes that long. Um, there was there's some guys who are, who are quite concerned about that. There are guys who are quite concerned about more about their, their own stats. And they're, they're trying to move on to other levels. I, I understand that. And they want to make sure that their, that their stats are good and their evaluators see this, that, and the third. But uh, to, to me, it kind of takes away from the uh, – I don't want to say the integrity of the game, but the flow of the flow of a baseball game, a baseball game is a bit of a dance. The first three innings are, uh, are a feeler four, five, and six are kind of, you're, you're, you're grooving a little bit and seven, eight, and nine is, is the, the crescendo and the end of it. And uh, when you see baseball games drag on, it, it's quite disturbing at times because it, you know what, when a game is 18 to one or 12, one or 15 to two or whatever the score may be, when it's a blowout, when, when there's no, uh, when there's no mercy rule, I guess is the, the proper way of saying it. You don't know when that game is going to end and you don't know if it is, is going to end. And sometimes you feel like you're out there for uh, way longer than you need to be or than you should be and everything else. And I'm going to let you know on a little secret here, kids. When the score is 18 to 1 in the uh, seventh or eighth inning, there isn't one person who wants to be at that ballpark anymore. Whether it be a coach, whether it be a player, whether it be a manager, whether it be a parent, concession workers, umpires, and the like, when the score is, when the score is out of hand and you can tell the game is over and the, uh, the outcome is not changing there isn't anyone who wants to be there any longer when a game is a 12 11 that might be taking a little bit longer you you, you don't know about the you don't feel the time frame as much because there's still an outcome of a game. The outcome is not determined everything else. So it, it, it adds to like when a game is going that long and things are going sideways and you can feel it going sideways, it, it can, it can really be a downturn on the game of baseball and it can have a thing that won't bring people back to another game for, for quite some time because baseball, as I've said, I'm a baseball purist. Nonetheless, I'm, I'm a baseball dork right through and through, but sometimes baseball can get quite a bit boring. And when the score is, is a, a runaway like that, it, it can, it can, it can ruin the game for a lot of people and not, not, not make you want to come back for the next game, the next game, and the like. Um, it's 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 a bad thing that sometimes umpires get into that that they they think that they're bigger than the game that their stats are more important than a baseball game. And then I, I you hear guys, well, if it's not a strike in the first, why is it a strike in the ninth? Well, you know what? I hate to break it to you guys, it just is. That's the way the base game of baseball is. And I've always I've always uh, thought that you know it's. Um, I understand why there there is instant replay, and I understand why it has been instituted, and I have my own conspiracy theories about that, and I understand the, the likes of why people want to have the uh, here's the strike zone and everything else, and I'm not saying call nose to toes and dugout to dugout. I'm not saying that at all when it comes to when it comes to calling a baseball game in a blowout situation. I'm not saying that you should blow calls because I, I don't think like if a guy is safe or out, that's a lot different than a, having a, a pitch call to strike. It's a, it's a lot different when it comes to uh, you can't just make up a guy not catching a fly ball right it's one of those things but i really believe that sometimes you can expand your strike zone and get things moving a little bit to uh to get that game done and get that game over with and nobody wants to be there anymore and a lot of times when a team is um is is on the uh the upper end of the blowout they don't want to be there either and it can be a very a bad situation where a guy could get hurt and a guy could get injured in a play that doesn't mean a lot because they're being lax and they're, they're, their mind's not in it anymore and it can uh, it can cause a lot of problems and then when a game gets to a blowout situation sometimes the uh negative t- testosterone comes out and yeah if when you the longer you stay out in the field the more of a chance you have of a situation breaking out between the uh, team that's getting blown out and the team that's winning a little bit because the chirping can happen and 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 the like and it, it, it can turn into a bad situation so when when games get to that point I don't think it's a bad idea to try to get the get the game over with have some conversations with both teams with both managers um, and then kind of just say things a little bit say hey you know what let's uh, let's open the zone up a little bit because I've had coaches at the American Legion level this uh, this summer say hey, you know what I don't mind if we open things up I say oh yeah I, I I'm well aware how this can work out. And even a few years back in the uh, WCBL, I had a uh, there was a game. I'm not going to say what town it was in, but there was a game coming up, and I, I knew one of the players a little bit. We became I wouldn't say friends, but we became friendly throughout the season and throughout the college baseball season. Where I uh, I said, "Hey man, you might want to uh, think about swinging." He goes, "Oh no, I I get it. I totally get it. Let's get out of here and call it good because it's uh, this game's boring. It's already 10 10:45 at night. We got to get back to to, uh, to our to where where we're." 
from. I almost disclosed where it was from, but it's one of those things you really want a kid uh, and the, the, the teams to understand what, what's going on prior to doing it and not just having a surprise that you're opening the zone up. And and when it, when it gets to that point, where both teams uh, know that it's at that point, they'll they'll let you know a little bit uh, a couple times throughout the season. Different leagues that I've worked, whether it be high school, whether it be college, whether it be WCBL, American Legion, whatever it might might be, you, you hear a lot of times that that, uh, that coaches will even uh, yell out a little bit, "Hey, get some feel, get some feel for the game. The score is this, the score is that. You might want to you might want to open things up and and that that borderline pitch that you're not calling a strike for whatever reason. And I've never really understood that if it's borderline, you're better off to call it a strike to begin with uh, have the zone big because everybody starts to swing the bat a little bit more i'm not saying break the rules i'm not saying break the integrity of the game but we'll talk about that in half a second too about this quote unquote integrity of the game because that gets changed uh whoever's talking about it but the thing is when you have those borderline pitches that you're not calling strikes they can come back to haunt you later on in the game so it's it's important i think to have that zone and have those borderline borderline strikes call them strikes early because later on in the game when you do want to open things up it's not a big surprise to anybody and the game gets rolling and i've said it here on the hey blue podcast before and i've, I've said i've said it at our uh at the, the base but the umpire clinics throughout the winter now we're getting into the middle of summer and i've talked to to different players throughout uh, baseball and different coaches managers throughout baseball that uh when you start calling strikes to start the game off you're going to put yourself in a better spot and you're going to put yourself in a better situation where uh the, the pitch is ready to go and he start he'll start work a little bit faster he'll get used to throwing strikes the hitter's going to be up there he's going to get used to swinging the bat a little bit more and then the catch is going to want to work fast and the umpire is going to be want to call in strikes as well so if we get you get that flow going because that's what you kind of want as an umpire it's, it's kind of funny that people talk about this integrity of the game out of one side of their mouth but in the other side of their mouth one of the main things you talk about after a baseball game and it's and this is umpire wide this isn't just a sudden alberta thing this isn't just wcbl thing this isn't american legion it's not little league it's not just uh, a leopard Alberta thing. It's right throughout baseball in general with umpires. One of the thing umpires pride themselves in a lot is the uh, the length of their games and how quick they can get get some done. There's this magical number that that uh, an apex you want your game to be, and nobody's ever set this. But there's always not a. I don't want to say there's a race because it's not. I don't want to say say there is a. Uh, a competition because there's not, but there's always a, a sense of pride in yourself when when your game got done at like say a nine inning game got done in two hours and twelve minutes, two hours and fifteen minutes, whatever it might be, and then you kind of get a chuckle out of the ones that you when you're driving home or you're in the in the uh, the local establishment after the game, you're going through point streak or whatever, watching uh, some games still going on. And you're on your second or third beer for the night after the game, and and you're kind of laughing at the uh, your uh, brothers in, in in around the league that are still working games three and a half hours later because. It, it can happen. It's not the umpire's fault. It's not the coach's fault. It's not player's fault. It becomes a kind of a group effort at that point. But uh, so, so when people say that the integrity of the game gets lost because you, you open your zone up a little bit, I don't think it does at all. I, I think it's just part of the, the way the game is played. And then having a, a little bit bigger, it can can get things going. I, nobody goes to a baseball game to see walks. It's it's the most boring part of the game. It, it dra- drags the game on quite considerably. And no one, no one likes to see that at all. No one likes to see the ump show and everything else. So it's, it's it's important to have a good, consistent zone early, and having it a little bit bigger will save you a lot of headaches later on when you do when you might miss one here and there. And I think you'll get a lot more respect from a guy, from a coach, from a manager when you when you do have a, a zone that's a, a little forgiving more to the pitcher side than the hitter side. Uh, it's one of those things. Like I said, I'm not saying go nose to toes and dugout to dugout, but having something that uh, is is fair and equal to both sides, it, it can get you out of a little bit of trouble later on. So you say, you know, listen, that's a strike. I called that one on them last inning too and you'll get a lot more respect from the uh, the catchers and the catchers will help you out later on as well with with that coach if something does if you do miss one here and there because it does happen no matter who you are and uh, as far as this integrity of the game thing that you hear about and I had a I had a guy talk about I'm not going to call that a strike and I said well you know what they, they, you, you weren't just missing missing uh, missing uh, the, the ones that were borderline you were missing ones that were 100% strikes throwing, throwing it out there because you get in your own head sometimes but we'll get that in half a second too but the uh, this integrity of the game things that you that you kind of get a chuckle about uh, the highest level of baseball is um, is uh, if people might dispute this they might say it's the it's the uh 
it's the Olympics or, you know, they might say it's that the, the, uh, the world, the baseball world championships or the world cup, whatever they called that back in, in, in the spring there. But, uh, the highest level of baseball is major league baseball. And, and they, uh, they sometimes go against this integrity of baseball on their very own at times. And they put guys in who aren't pitchers. And so it, what's, what's more of a, uh, integrity of baseball is that throwing a guy who's not a pitcher who's only hasn't done it since high school or is an umpire opening up the zone. I, I would say that the, the integrity of the game gets blown a little bit more when you put a guy in who's not a, not a pitcher and an umpire opening, opening up his own only uh, only helps the game a little bit, in my opinion, because you think about it, all the uh, improvements that baseball's tried to do over the years by opening up the strike zone, but, but by by having a pitch clock and everything else, their, their, their sole purpose was to speed up baseball games. So why can't an umpire assist that little situation by speeding up baseball games, by opening up the strike zone a little bit? I don't think you'll get yourself in trouble at all. And um, depending what league you're in and what level you're at and what, what you might be doing. Like I said, with little league game, I think that you can, yeah, like that's that strike zone. I was actually on a little league field this weekend calling a, uh, to U12 or 12 AAA. I don't even know what it was. I just call it Little League. And uh, the strike zone, you, you, it's pretty big. You, you never hear too many complaints about anything. It was kind of, it was, it was a lot of fun being out there. I'm going to talk about that in a second too, but it was, it was appreciative that I got out there. And thanks to, uh, to the to Leopards Little League for reaching out for us and Travis Oberg for reaching out to to me to get me in, in, included in that in the weekend because I think the kids enjoyed having some uh, more experienced guys out there and the like but we'll get to want to talk about that later on but there, there's a way you can go about opening up your zone without making it uh, uh, making it a mockery of the game you can have it say it to a pitcher you can say it to uh, the catcher you can say it to the batter coming up you can say it to the opposing man both managers and just to give a, a little hand signal uh, I I for one I I tend to go a little bit wider, not up and down a whole bunch when it comes to opening up the zone a little bit, because I think you can, you can kind of mask that a little bit to a lot of people, because like we said before, when you have a pitch that's up or down, people can see that, right? And that's one of those things from the dugout. You don't want to get in a piston match with those guys because they can't see out inside or outside, but up or down. So that's why I go inside or outside a little bit bigger. That's me personally. I don't know what you guys do out there, but uh, the going, going a little bit wider, you won't get a whole bunch of uh, arguments with uh, from people on that and, and let, letting the teams know that here's the intention like i said most teams when it gets that situation they will totally understand that it's time to go and then the game's over and it's one of those things that you uh you you just uh you, you can change the the quote-unquote integrity of the game uh like you, you hear some coaches not want to do it uh, they, they get a little upset with you doing it but one of the things that i i i go back on and say well you guys have changed the way the game is supposed to be played too because you're not stealing anymore you're not you're not uh, get taking doubles anymore you're putting this guy here you're putting that guy there you're playing station to station baseball and you're not even trying to, to, to score any more runs either. So why don't we even help out this situation even more? So that integrity of the game thing, I, I, I don't think holds much water with a lot, a lot of people. And for, and for, for a, uh, I had some, some guys say, well, my strike zone's my strike zone. I'm not changing it. Well, that's a bit of an arrogant attitude. And that's a bit of a, uh, thinking you're bigger than the game situation. I had a, a couple of guys I've talked to wasn't, I wasn't on the field with them, but guys I've talked to that had partners and it wasn't in, in leagues that I do that they were saying my strike zone's my strike zone. I'm only here to improve myself. I'm only here to get to the next level. Well, that's uh, that's a pretty selfish attitude. You don't want to hear that from anybody saying that they're bigger than the game and that they're only there for themselves because at the end of the day, uh, I'm, I'm going to put it out on the line here that most people who listen to the Hey Blue podcast here on the Belly Up Sports Media Network and the part of 1420 World Headquarters, we're at pretty much the highest levels we're going to get to. We're not in the major leagues yet. We might have some guys who are still aspiring to get there. Uh, the younger guys, the, the Tyler Malakas of the world who are still looking to go places and good, good luck to Tyler when he goes down South uh, later next month. But there's a lot of guys that, you know what, you're not bigger than the game and you got to learn how to, to, uh, to assimilate and, and, and to grow the game a little bit and, and help it out because uh, you could, an umpire can single-handedly ruin a game and make things worse than, than, they, than they need to be just by, by being an arrogant and, and, and having those problems. And when you're having a bad night, uh, you need to accept those situations that you, you, you haven't had a good night and not get in a pissing match with the, uh, with coaches and with players, because that will only come back to haunt you. If you think that you're bigger than the game, it'll come back to haunt you really quick. Uh, I think 100% of the time, the baseball gods will strike you down no matter what. When you start making calls, when you start doing things and, and have an arrogant attitude out there, um, it will come back to haunt you. Uh, it's just one of those things that baseball has a, a funny way of doing things. Uh, and like I said, it's, uh, it's, 
it's one of those things that baseball and, and, and being an umpire, it, you will see situations uh, every once in a while you haven't seen before and to be prepared for those things. Uh, and when the, the ones you haven't seen before, those are the ones that come back and get you. So uh, it's, it's very important to be humble. It's very important to uh, when, when you get something wrong is to say, you know what, I got that wrong and not be afraid to, to admit a mistake because uh, we all make mistakes. We all have problems and we all have games. We all have stuff going on between our ears uh, before we get in the field. And then after we get off the field, there's a lot going on. So it's very important to uh, stay humble and do your job properly and, and realize that, that you're uh, you're only a cog in the game and, and, and big picture. Um, if you do a really good job, you'll, you'll probably get a, a pat in the back. But if you just do a good job, no one knows who you are. Who you are. If you do a really bad job, everyone knows who who you are. So the best way to to uh, is to not draw attention to yourself and, and have one of those games and be known as that guy who's not ready to uh, bend bend a little bit to help the game go a little bit better and be that guy that that, that helps the game out because the, at the end of the day it, it is just a game. It is a lot of fun, but p- people want to compete and have a good time. And uh, it's it's one of those things to to make sure you're having a good game and and constantly complaining about things like after the game. It's not. It's it's not a good look and getting getting in pissing matches with with coaches it's not a good look and getting in pissing matches with with players it's not a good look because you know what there, there's always there's more of them yeah you can get into a, a dumping match where you're you're throwing 10 15 20 guys out of a game and you're and you you want everybody, everybody to know who you are and why you did it this way and, and and you're the big boss out there but at the end of the day you're gonna look like an ass it's gonna come back to bite you and no one's gonna want you out there anymore and having those problems isn't, isn't a good thing so it's it's very important to stay humble it's, it's very important important to admit that you made a mistake it's very important to uh take some advice now and then it's very important to uh to maybe look at things a, a little bit differently and and having a, a strike zone and having a game that that moves a little bit quicker is is uh, is one of those things that can help you out i'm not like i said i'm not saying blow calls i'm not saying make uh, the wrong calls i'm just saying change change the game a little bit and learn learn a little bit of uh, a bend in, in in your break might might not be a bad thing because i tell you what the uh it's it's Getting in a pissing match with with managers will come back to get you later on in the season, and because they have uh, they have very short memories when it comes to their problems and their and their uh, their their lack of whatever it might be. But uh, it's it's very important to stay humble when you're out there and realize you made a mistake, and, and and listening to your partners and having everything going on. It's it's one of those things that you just wonder why a lot of umpires don't uh, don't listen to other people's advice, and then after a game. Like we talk, like we talk about the before game meetings a lot, and like what you just you know, who's got the ball of the cutout, and who's got this guy, and what are we doing here, here, there in different situations, and how we're going to handle this, and how we're going to handle that. The the post game. The post-game mortem, I guess, is one way of putting it. That is uh, just as or more important than anything else. And we talked about it a little bit a few months ago about the uh, the post-game report. And the biggest thing that I, I want to get out there to, uh, I mean, I'm on my phone all the time too, part, part about the uh, the podcast world and everything else. But the biggest thing uh, post-mortem and post-game is to stay off your, I'm going to swear here for all you uh, virgin ears out there. The biggest thing for a while when you're sitting in the locker room having a beer, whatever it might be, is to stay off your fucking phone. Listen to what your partners have to say listen to what's fresh in in, in your mind and, and, and their minds as well because that's the best advice you're ever going to get i uh, you see a lot of guys that go right to their phone they want to talk to this that or the other person they want to talk to different people if they watch the game uh, on whatever streaming service it might have been or if they if they uh, heard situation or wonder what the, this game was or that game was if you want to get better as an umpire Use the people that are in your dressing room, your locker room, back of the car, parking lot, whatever, wherever you get dressed prior to. Use those people to your advantage and ask them questions. When you go to your phone and go to a, a friend, go to a, 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 a mentor per se that, that didn't watch the game, all you're doing there is you're looking for someone to, to pat you on the back and justify your yeah, but. Your yeah, buts don't mean anything to, to anybody. It doesn't mean nothing because you know what? You made mistakes. If you're reaching out to somebody, that means you screwed something up. If you uh, had a bad situation where both teams are are yelling at you and giving you shit throughout the through, throughout the night, guess what? That's on you. You had a bad game. So reaching out to other people uh, doesn't do you any good. Listen to the people who are in your in your inner circle at that moment. Because if you're looking out to people who are going to just pat you on the back no matter what, you aren't going to get any better. You need to listen to the, the your, your people who, who worked that game with you because they were there. They're the ones who can say you, you weren't doing this right, you weren't doing this right, you weren't doing that right. Yeah, here's some things you did right as well, but 
But you need to listen to your, your partners because they, they will be more honest to you than your, than your yeah, but buddies, right? Your yeah, but buddies aren't, aren't going to tell you the truth because in general, they probably didn't watch the game or they kind of had it on or whatever it might have been. The people who are in, your, in, that, in that locker room immediately after the game are the ones you need to befriend for that 15, 20 minutes after a game that will help you a lot more and you'll get a lot more positive uh, or negative feedback. But feedback is going to help you out on what's going on. Getting mad about the situation, being a jerk to the yelling at the, about the other team, yelling about this manager, that manager. Yes, we all do it. And we have some, some funny conversations about what might have happened. But being a, a guy who's looking for positive reinforcement from everybody will not make you a better umpire. It will not make you a, a better official, no matter what sport. It will not make you a better player. Like, so you need to vary. It's very important. You need to ask and listen to your partners after a game because they, the, they are the ones that will be brutally honest about your performance that day. If you are out of position, they will let you know. Because that, that puts them out of position and puts them in a precarious situation. If you had a bad strike zone, your partners will let you know because it's they're the ones that got to listen to it as well all game long. And they're the ones that got to deflect the criticism and, and deflect the, the situations that, hap- that happen on, on a minute-to-minute basis out there because you get so in, in, inside your own head, you don't know what's going on when you have a really bad game. And the, the periphery of, of not just the strike zone, but the rest of it. When you're having a bad night, listen to your partners, take a walk, li- like listen to your partners more than anybody the, the yeah butters man it doesn't help you out at all it will never help you out it will never get better if all you do is listen to those guys because they will not help you at all and the, the ones that are that are that are your, your buddies throughout the season I'll, I'll tell you right now, when something goes sideways, they better be the ones that, 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 that are telling you how bad you were or even how good you are, whatever it might be. But you, you better listen to your, to your partners because they're the ones that might get you out of a situation later on throughout the season. But if, you are, if you're a guy who just pushes things off and think you did no wrong and it's everybody else's fault, you're not the kind of partner that I, I want to be, be around. You're, you're not the kind of guy that wants anybody wants to have around in their locker room because you don't know what kind of um, feedback you're giving the, 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 uh, the other umpires or the other team, the, the, the guys on the, the opposing teams that you're out there with because it's it's a situation where you see a lot of guys just don't have that within them to hear any criticism they think they can do no wrong so that's why they reach out to people who will tell them how how great they are and that doesn't do you any good at all um, and reaching out to people it, it, it doesn't help things at all that, that listen to the guys who are there with you on the field because they get the most feedback from the other people who are on the field they get the more feedback than you do from a uh, the two base coaches they feel first and third situation you working three man you they will give you more feedback uh hopefully your partners don't sewer you to those coaches and to those players but in general it's it's one of those things where you do need to give feedback whether it be negative feedback no matter what like it's it's one of those things if if uh, like i would i would hope that if i had a bad game uh, or blew a call that, I, that i'm told i blew blew that call or if i had a bad game in the plate i would hope that somebody would say you know what you had a horse shit night tonight no matter what i'm i'm usually the first one to admit if i have a bad night on the plate and i'll say yeah i probably missed that one or yeah i was a little bit big on that one but i i would hope that somebody would have the uh the wherewithal in their head to tell me how bad I, I, I was and, and just one of those things and, and not in a joking matter and then maybe have a, a solution as to what was going on. Um, it, it's crazy how you get a lot of guys who want to just, yeah, but, yeah, but. Um, it, it, it doesn't help the, the game at all. It doesn't help you grow, grow your game. It doesn't help you improve. So it's, it's very important to, to – uh, to be honest with yourself out there. It's very important to, to be honest with your partners. It's very important to have the thing. And, and that's, that's part of the, the, the partner management. It's part of your game management. It's all part of everything. Because like I said earlier, uh, when you have a bad night, you, you, you better know because the uh, when everybody's yelling at you, when both sides are yelling at you, that means you're having a horseshit night and you were horseshit that night and you probably deserve to hear it because every umpire will, will tell you how great they are, but they very rarely do you, do you hear them say, oh, I had a bad night when you're sitting around having a, a couple of uh, adult beverages at the bar when, when the game's all said and said and done. Uh, so stay off your phone after the after the game. Quit bad-mouthing the, uh, the, uh, the, the two teams. Quit bad-mouthing managers. Yeah, well, you can say that guy's, a, that guy's this or that guy's that, like, it's, but it's not a personal thing. And we just had a, a bit of a run in and there's guys you see him a lot throughout the season and it's not that you don't you, you don't like the guy because in, in general you never really get to know managers throughout the leagues that you, that you might do you don't get to know who they are as human beings and, and you have a situation where you don't like a guy a little bit but uh, in general most guys are probably pretty good guys and they, they don't mean any harm they're just out there competing uh, for their teams or their players or, or, or whatever it might be so bad melting those guys it doesn't do you any good you can say yeah I don't like this guy or that guy and bring up a situation but 
being mad at a guy after the game because later on you're going to have to see that 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 manager that that player again and uh, holding a grudge against a guy isn't going to help you at all it's uh, it's one guy uh, in the WCBL that I uh, we had a, not a run in but he he said something to me and the next day uh, going on the field uh, we kind of had a little conversation he was no I let it go every night at midnight man I let everything go I said all right here we go let's have a let's have a better day today and then that that was it it's not that we had a an argument or anything but it's one of those things that you got you got to just let these things go and not let these uh, grudges go on for years and years to come because it's a life's way too short to uh, hold on to these bad memories and it's one of those things that you really have to uh, try to work on and I think that comes a little bit with age too that you can uh, maybe let go of the grudge a little bit yeah you can say that you don't like this guy or that whatever it might be but in general I think you can kind of uh, let things go the next day and not carry it on and that's very important to not let things go on because uh, it's only going to hurt the umpire it's only going to hurt the game it's going to hurt a lot if you hold a grudge and start making calls based on uh, on your what's between your ears instead of what you saw because that that never helps anybody it makes the game pretty pretty bad so it's one of those things that uh, you just wonder you got to make sure that you keep going out there and, and calling the game how it's supposed to be called working hard when you're supposed to work hard and then taking the uh, the criticism you're supposed to take when it needs be and then uh, managing the game because managing the game is, I, I think it's it's a lot more important than uh, than than anything in the game of baseball. I think that that's one of the my my stronger suits in my game management a little bit. How I can say a thing here or there to a manager or a coach, and or how I can uh, to, like I'm not bragging up. I'm just saying that's one of my. I feel that my you, whoever works for me, they can tell me I'm completely wrong and let me know at fourteen twenty sports at Gmail or just send me a text message to tell me how wrong I am. But it's one of my. I, I think it's one of my strong suits is managing personalities out there, managing the game, making things hopefully move. Uh, along a little bit quicker than, than, than some guys. And I, I, that's one of the things I take pride in is uh, staying staying out of trouble, not having ejection after ejection after ejection in a game. And uh, maybe I, I bite back a little bit before they start biting harder at me. So it's one of those things that I take pride in. And if I'm wrong, everybody let me know. But it's one of those things. And I hope you guys, uh, people learn that. And I hope that whoever listens to this podcast, they could, they let me know how they, they manage a the game as well. But anyways, that's uh, my little one of my little rants for today. We're getting to something else here in a second. But uh, let's uh, have a little talk from our friends from Caldera Lab, the uh, the uh, sponsor of the Hey Blue podcast. Where are we here? Uh, baseball season is here, and as the sun shines brighter, your skin deserves the utmost attention. Fortunately, our friends at Caldera Lab are here to ensure your skin is well prepared for the season ahead. Ever since I incorporated Caldera Lab into my routine, taking care of my skin has never been simpler. Their products are clinically proven and help visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. You gain confidence in an impeccable first impression this summer. Don't miss out on joining the skincare revolution trusted by countless men. Use promo code 1420LAB at calderalab.com to enjoy an exclusive 20% off their finest products. Their regimen leads are they're off, uh, they're off their product lineup, a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Inside this bundle, you'll find the clean slate, the base layer, and the good. The clean slate is where you start your day. It's a balancing cleanser that uses gentle plant-based cleansing, leaving all skin types exceptionally refreshed. The base layer is a nutrient-dense, fortifying moisture moisturize to hydrate your skin and absorbs fast leaving you with a, uh, a matte finish so you can uh, start your day confidently and the good is a go-to at night before bed clinically proven serum so uh, go to what three three million people have used already called their lab is made with top tier ingredients and a great addition to your daily routine taking less than a minute morning and night at called their lab and avoid being the butt of everyone's joke and take the leap to skin royalty with called their lab and get 20 percent off with our code 1420 lab at called their lab Dot com today and elevate your skin game this summer with Caldera Lab. There we go. There's our friends from Caldera Lab. Make sure you guys go out there, protect your skin. Don't just use uh, sunscreen, but get everything else after the game too. So Caldera Labs is the one to help you out uh, today. There it is. Great moments don't just happen here. They happen with you in the crowd. Go to StubHub.com and buy the tickets you want, even if the event is sold out. Or sell your tickets on StubHub.com and share an experience that will live on. For that next great moment, go to StubHub.com. Our Fan Protect guarantee ensures your tickets are authentic and on time every time. Great moments start at StubHub. 
All right, there's our newest sponsor here at the 1420 World Headquarters. That's StubHub. Go to StubHub.com, right? But click on our personalized link. They'll be up in the show's notes. It's also on all our social media accounts and everything else. But go there and save yourself some money for any tickets you're going to at StubHub, whether it be baseball tickets, hockey tickets for the upcoming season, Taylor Swift tickets, whatever it might be. Go to StubHub, one of the uh, the best uh, ticket brokers out there. You can sell some tickets to and everything else. But anyways, um, as the season progresses and things get going on, you, you run into people that you may not have met before. You may have or you run into people that you may not have wanted to meet before. You may not have or, or worked before. And you may you might run into some really good guys uh, that that it comes up, up about to be. But it's very important that you um, you get a rapport with these guys, whether it be for a weekend, whether it be, might be be just one night, but it, it might be for a, uh, a, a just a season, or it might be something that you who knows how long it could be. But it's very important to get along with your partner and get not uh, like we're not all rainbows and unicorns. Let's not kid each other. Uh, it does. It's impossible. For to, to think that everyone's going to like each other in this world, and every person who puts on a black jersey or a or a blue jersey and some gray pants and runs around there and waves your arms and yell a little bit, that everyone's going to get along and be on the same page a whole bunch. But there's some things that I that I kind of been thinking about for uh, for a few years now. When you get in the, in the umpire room and you you just wonder what the heck's going on, you kind of have a laugh about some things. And you you go, what the hell is going on? And who's this guy that I'm with? And who's that guy that I'm with? And uh, in general, most guys are pretty good guys and you you have a you have a common bond in umpiring and something that you want to do and it is something that you're, you you do both like because to be to get to a uh, upper echelon of baseball you do have, definitely have to have a passion for the game of baseball and a definite passion even more so for, for the uh, fine art of umpiring and it's one of those things but you can always tell sometimes when a guy uh, isn't that kind of guy and isn't really there for anybody but himself. And it's too bad that, that we still get guys out there that are like that. And it's too bad that we do run into situations where you're like, Oh, like Christ, here we go again with, uh, with uh, something that might've happened. Um, the one thing that I, I kind of noticed a lot is, uh, I don't do I don't care what your resume is. I don't care. Like later on after the game, maybe we can talk about if we first time we've ever met or, or something. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what tournament you've done. I don't care. And maybe that's just a me thing where you, you hear it all the time and you hear this and that. And But when, when guys tend to give you their resume prior to a game, they're uh, maybe making up for their, their, uh, their misgivings a little bit. And they want some, some positive reinforcement that, yeah, I was here and you weren't, and I did this tournament and you didn't. And they're just looking to do something maybe and they're, they're they're looking for a little bit of a uh, a little bit of swagger in their stuff that they probably don't uh, get on their own, and it's kind of one of those things. That it's a little bit annoying when guys are constantly giving their resume and, and name dropping and everything else. Do you know this guy? Do you know that guy? You're like right on, man. Like it's whatever. Talk about game situations 100. Talk about whatever was going on 100. But you don't constantly got to be, be be saying I went here, I went there, I'm going here, I'm going there. You can have a conversation about things you've done 100. But it gets kind of old. I in my opinion, I could be wrong. Get, but get back to me in the on the comment section would be up on facebook later on and, and everything else but it's one of those things that you you go what the heck is this guy going about like i don't need this bragging thing maybe it's me getting old i just so i i still i don't care i guess it's one of those things because i i really don't when it, you, you hear all these these things because my most important uh, thing prior to a game is making sure we uh we go out in the field and we're, we're doing the, the good job for that game that we're going to do at that moment and hearing about a guy's past misfortunes or past ejections and how many ejections uh, it's one of those things I don't understand. And, and guys, when they start bragging about how many ejections they got, like they're notches on the bedpost, uh, I don't really understand why they would be bragging about that. Cause, and it's just not every time there's an ejection that, that, that an umpire screwed up. Cause that's not, that's not 100% true, but it, it can be that a, a manager is right. Sometimes they didn't, they don't deserve to get ejected. It is true that sometimes a, a coach or a player is right. And they didn't get to, they didn't deserve the ejection. A lot of times an umpire screwed up and they usually throw guys out because they're the ones who screwed up. Not all the time, but sometimes umpires do make mistakes and guys end up getting ejected because of those situations. Um, it's, it's, so it's one of those things you, you got to watch how you're wording things and how you're saying things in the locker room, because you don't want to be known as that red ass umpire right off the bat. You don't want to have the eye roll coming from your partner. Like what the hell did I get myself into? So when you first start meeting a guy, it's a good, the, the best thing you could possibly do is, uh, 
going out there, doing your job properly, working hard and doing things you're supposed to be doing. Uh, no matter what level you're doing, it's very important that, uh, or what the score in a baseball game is to work, make sure you're working hard and doing things you're supposed to be doing. And not that fake work hard, but running out on things you shouldn't be running out on, not for fake work in this. Uh, it's the things, the little things that, that help the, the game right. Uh, other things that, that make me, like when I hear guys talking about, uh, and I, this kind of, talk about those, those little league games I did over the weekend. Uh, when you hear guys in other communities who come into to help you out for for tournaments for district tournament like we have coming up in box hall for american legion next weekend uh when you when you hear about things like that when guys help out for the lower levels of baseball they they might think that they're they're too good for when they go out there and they they, they help out with with games it's uh, that stuff impresses me more when they get calls from uh the organizations or the, their umpire associations and they go out and and they do games that maybe they they're overqualified for but you know sometimes people get in a little bit of a uh they're, they're scrambling for umpires and everything else it's very important to help out with those things and when you hear guys t- saying about yeah i did a little league game or i did a u15 game that maybe i shouldn't have done or or that should have had somebody else but when, when umpire like when uh, little league organizations or whatever baseball alberta or baseball canada or whatever state thing you have when when they, they make a call for an umpire you know sometimes volunteering your, your your time to go out there and help out there that's not, not 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 the worst thing in the world because the kids enjoy it the other umpire you might be working with might enjoy it and they might learn something and it'll get you back to your grassroots and give back a little bit to the community so that kind of stuff impresses me a lot more than telling me what tournament you got and what provincial tournament or state tournament or whatever you're going to when you when you hear about guys helping out that's more of a uh a, 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 a a notch on the bedpost, like I said earlier, than anything else. It's so it's those ones that it's it's that stuff that 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 uh, that, that that impresses me. It's the little things that impress me. It's when you get in the locker room and the baseballs are already rubbed up or they're already in the process of doing it because they're, they're just sitting there doing nothing and, and, and they're doing it even though they're the plate guy. They just volunteer to do it and, and they help out. It's, it's the things like that where they, they, they might take the balls out or they might go get you some water or, or go get to or bring water or whatever. It's those little things that, that I really think make an umpire uh, a better person and a better team member than the guy who tells you about where he's been and where he's going and everything else because nobody likes a braggart no matter where you are in life. Uh, yeah, you can you can be proud of what accomplishments you you have yeah you can be proud of what accomplishments might be coming up but thinking about the game and the partners you're with that's the most important thing of the of the season to that point and having the 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 rest of that bs nobody cares man nobody cares that you did this you did that because you know what everybody's done it everybody knows this guy everybody knows that guy everybody knows a different person that you might not know so bragging about these things and name dropping all the time i don't i don't understand it nobody cares go out and call the game and have a good time doing it and make sure you work hard because that stuff will, will that, uh, that that stuff will leave more of a lasting impression than blowing a call in the eighth inning because you were too busy looking in the stands for whoever you were talking about right so that'll leave more of a lasting impression to me is is making sure you're doing your job right because in general i won't remember i mean because i'm getting old i guess but i won't remember what tournament you told me you, you you're going to uh, a year ago or where you might be going next month i i it's one of those things but remember that say you're there for your team your which is is your two partners or your one partner at that moment and that's the most important hour and a half or two hours that you can have and worrying about something that's two two three weeks or a month down the road that doesn't mean anything to your partner at all at that moment your partner wants you to be out there giving giving the best you can you can be doing doing the best job you can do making sure you're in position at the right time and and worrying about something that, that that doesn't mean anything for that two hours two and a half hours three hours or if you open the zone up like i said that hour and a half that that's the most important thing so being a braggart out there doesn't help anything so maybe you know it's sometimes it's just more important to keep your yap shut go out work the game and have some laughs over some beers talk about some some situation you may have had i don't brag a whole bunch about ejections because like i said ejections are kind of one of those things where you uh it might not be a good thing that you threw a little billy out of a game because you're the one who screwed up maybe eating a little humble pie sometimes isn't the worst thing an umpire can have because uh it, it, humble pies uh it, it can come around pretty quick like i said earlier and uh as we uh, wrap up the the baseball season i know a lot of teams are wrapping things up and a lot of leagues are wrapping things up and there's elimination games there's tournaments coming up and everybody's got them like i said we have our district tournament for american legion here coming up this weekend in Vauxhall, alberta that i'm uh, happy to be a part of i'm not bragging i'm just saying but it's, it's very important that uh right now and then like your, your summer wood bat leagues are wrapping up right now it's very important to remember that um 
these games are starting to mean a lot to a lot of people for different reasons. Uh, for the, the Legion tournament I'm doing next weekend, this is probably going to be the last time some of these kids ever play the game of baseball at a competitive level. It's a very important to remember that this this, uh, this next weekend, it's very important to remember that a lot of kids, this is the last time their parents are ever going to watch them play baseball, something they've been doing for the last 13 or 14 years of their lives, that the parents have been putting the time and money in and traveling around and having a good time and, and remembering the good times. But there's going to be people who are a little revved up. There's going to be people who are, are a little uh, twisted and turned, and uh, it's going to be a little bit rough for some people to see that. So emotions are going to run high. And even at the college baseball, college wood bat league, there's guys who played for a long time, played, played at a high level, played in college. I know WCBL, uh, you can play – even after your your last year of eligibility, but there's guys who are, their their baseball careers are wrapping up, and they're never going to be uh, baseball players again after about uh, you know two two and a half weeks from now. That'll be it for a lot of these guys who thought they were going to have long careers. It's all coming down to to, to the end. So there's going to be guys who are a little revved up. There's going to become guys who are going to be a little um, anxious. There's going to be guys who are are going to be saying things that they that they they, they don't maybe mean, but it's because the stakes are a little bit higher, and because the emotions are going to run a little bit high uh, for everybody and umpires can be the same way and we we have to remember that we're supposed to be the voice of reason out there and we, we're supposed to be the guys who are are doing things properly and professionally and not letting those emotions to overtake a baseball game and we're supposed to be the uh, the, the situation where the arbiters per se are the ones who are supposed to uh, look after things. I know it can be hard because sometimes we have guys who are, are uh, a little bit younger and they're going in the field with a got people who are supposed to be grown ups and, and they're not at times. It's one of those things that you, you have to remind the coaches, remind the parents, remind the, the managers prior to prior to the game. They hate to listen, like, well, let's not do this. Let's bust it up right, right before it even gets going. Cause we don't need that headache. We don't need the hassle and we don't need the last memory of you having, are you on a baseball field being a negative one? You don't want to be the guy who, uh, uh, because an umpire, you don't want to be the guy that somebody talks bad about five years from now about a call that you may have made or thrown out of a baseball game when they didn't deserve to be. When because you that you heard, you, you thought you might have heard something. But if in general, if you if you're out there making the right calls and doing the right things, you won't get much backlash. Yes, there, there are managers and coaches out there who do get backlash no matter what. But it's very important for us to, as as umpires to make sure that we're doing things properly to to settle that stuff down before it even starts. Just this past weekend, I was uh, back in my hometown of Fort McLeod doing a legion game there a uh, double header in the, the first game there was a call at home plate that the the umpire he got 100 right the, the ball was there in time but there was there wasn't any semblance of a tag not at all not one little bit the the, the ball might have went over that might as well went over the backstop that's how close the tag got uh the umpire got the call right the whole bit uh, third baseman asked me what I thought. I said he, he there was no tag at all. There was a a, a player down or or, or sorry a parent down the line who kept on and on and on about it. And I kind of I turned around a little bit. I didn't direct it at him. I didn't say it directly to him. But I said it loud enough for for this this parent to hear that. Hey man, like shut up. This uh, there was no tag on on it. Got a little more heated than that coming from me. But it was one of those situations. And the next game I was on the plate. And I brought something up to the head coach uh, that, that came for the, gave me the lineup card. I said, hey, uh, we need to stop that right now. I said, I don't mind when when uh, coaches get a little bit animated. And I don't mind when players get a little animated because you guys are competing. And and I get it that you're just, you're in the moment. But I said, we got to stop this parent stuff going on right now. And it's too bad that it still does happen with all the different programs out there that, that are and all the, the publicity that, 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 that negative uh, parenting gets at, at sporting events. But it's very important that we, we, uh, make sure that parents aren't doing that. And I told that to this head coach. He goes, yeah, I, I said, no, I said, you need to make sure before next weekend. Cause that's, who's going to one of those teams is going to the district tournament in uh, beautiful Vauxhall, Alberta. I said, you need to get a handle on that. Not now, but right now, because we're not putting up with that all weekend next weekend. Cause we'll just start dumping people left and right. And they won't be able to watch little Jimmy or, or little Hayden or little Braden or Jaden or Zayden or whatever their names are. A lot of Aiden's with extra constants for their names, but they won't be able to watch their kid play those last games because uh, of their of their lives because they were being an asshole and being an idiot. So I, I, I let that coach know that that's what, how it's going to be. And I'm, we're going to do that as well uh, on uh, – there's a pre-tournament meeting I'm having with uh, 
different coaches and everything else start before the week's over. And so it's one of those things we're going to reiterate that we're not putting up with that because it is because you're a parent and hold the birth certificate to little Aiden or Jaden doesn't give you the right to be an asshole. And that's one of those things that's going to be. And, and on our side too, we're having a Zoom meeting tonight that uh, one of the goals of the weekend is to keep everybody in the game uh, all weekend long. I'll have any ejections. I mean, I hopefully it doesn't get to that point. But that's a, that's a, that's a goal of mine night in, night out. When we go on the field is to keep guys in the game and not have that problem because it only it, it puts a damper on the game. Like I said, some guys get a, a notch on their bedpost that they have this many ejections. And yes, ejections are a part of it. They, they do happen no matter what. They are needed at, at times. There's no There's no getting around that. But in general, if you can keep people in the game, that's uh, the most important part. So it's one of those things. Uh, bite back when you need to, uh, guys, over the weekend. Bite back when or during the week you have you have games this week. Bite back. Be stern. Don't be aggressive. Be assertive. Uh, when when you uh, you do have a guy questioning you or a guy saying no effing way, bite back a little bit. Uh, don't uh, don't have a quick trigger. That doesn't do anybody any good because you're going to get one or two more people mad at you. So just bite back. Uh, say something. Be stern. Be assertive. But don't be uh, don't be an asshole because uh, that being an asshole doesn't to solve any problems to anyone, but to make sure you're in position getting calls right. Cause that's more important than anything. And, uh, before we get going here, uh, geez, it's a tough thing. You know, you, we, we travel these roads and uh, we over the, uh, you know, from the spring, winter, spring, summer uh, into the fall, we were always on the road a lot. We do a lot of road games. We do like umpires never have a home game is one of the things. But a lot of times we, we go on the roads and we're out there late at night. We uh, we lost a partner last week, Northwoods League umpire, uh, Connor McKenzie lost his life in a, in a car accident. It's uh, it's horrible. It's a horrible situation. It's uh it's I don't want to say it's uh, it's surprising that it doesn't happen more often. One's obviously too many, but drive safe out there, guys. After games, if you get tired, turn, pull over because if you uh, if you go over the median or over the center line, whatever it might be, it might be the last time you do it. So we we lost a partner, and it's it's a sad it's a sad day for baseball. It's a sad day for the fraternity of umpires and. Uh, Condolences to uh, Connor's family and everything else. Twenty-nine-year-old umpire lost his life far too soon going uh, going to a game in the Northwoods League. It's a, it's a, it's a sorry thing, uh, but one of those it's it, it it happened. But to try to make sure you weren't the next one. Uh, obviously, don't drink and drive and all that all that stuff. But if you're tired, pull over. Um, maybe make arrangements to stay at somebody's house, get a hotel where it might be. And if you don't got the dough, call tell the team that you need some uh, accommodations. I'm sure they'd be more than happy to help you out because it's uh, one of those things we don't. Uh, one is way too many that we lost this summer and uh, we don't need another one. So make sure you guys drive safe to and from every baseball game. Anyways, uh, have great games this week, guys. It's very important to go out there, get calls right, work hard, do everything you're doing. Uh, don't be the, don't be the uh, problem, be the solution out there. It's a, uh, it's a great, it's a great uh, time of year for baseball games mean a lot. It's, uh, high intensity games, a lot of fun. Literally games yesterday were fun. This one little kid, he, uh, he uses some expletives that I didn't think I was going to hear at Canola Harvest Field here in Lethbridge, Alberta at about 945 on a, on a Sunday morning, this effing glove effing sucks. And he threw it down. I, I did I couldn't throw him out of a game, but I was like, Hey, you've got to, you know, it's, it's not the glove, man, but it was one of those situations. It was quite funny hearing things all over the baseball field with a, an 11 or 12 year old kid. But anyways, have a great games week up folks. Like I said, Check out our, our partner, our partner Caldera Labs. Uh, go to StubHub. Make sure you get their uh, tickets from uh, from their personalized link. Uh, the uh, the link for our uh, online store, the Hey Blue online store, will also be up in the show's notes. So go to go to the Hey Blue uh, store, pick something up, uh, and look good going to the field throughout the rest of the remainder of the season. Have great games here. If you're involved in in some different tournaments, congratulations. Don't vote it up. Only worry about the games you're going to or, or that you're at that moment. Don't don't brag. No one likes those people. And as always, but remember, as always, most importantly, one call is good, two calls are bad. Have a good day, folks, and we'll talk to you again next week.
just listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it. 